Good morning. Today's Old Testament reading is from the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 23 through 29, and can be found on either page 801 or 832 of your pew Bibles. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Then afterward I will pour out my spirit on all your flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves, in those days, I will pour out my spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we've come to the last segment of our series, The Big Picture. We have been hearing the arc of the story of God's persistent love told in the scriptures beginning before the dawn of time and continuing through the ancestors, through Moses and the Israelites and the law, through kings and prophets to the Messiah. Last week we heard of his life, his death on the cross, his resurrection from the dead. Now we are about to hear a reading from the next chapter of God's story. But before we hear the readings for today, I'd like to read an Instagram post that someone shared with me this week. It's a post by a Christian writer, Glennon Doyle. She is talking about a photo that she has posted, a photo of herself watching her young son's co-ed cross-country meet. For those who don't know the writings of Glennon Doyle, her writing is conversational, the touch of humor, affectionate teasing, poking fun at herself, and a twist to an insight that is often and usually worth hearing. She writes, pointing to the photo, that's me cheering for my baby boy. He's running on purpose. No one is even chasing him with dangerous weapons. Cross-country makes me so emotional sometimes, she writes. Today, there's a warrior at the end of the pack having a tough time finishing. So her whole team circles back, comes alongside her and surrounds her, promises her she can do it, and runs her across the finish line. And I watch it and just weep every darn time because it just looks suddenly like it's on earth as it is in heaven. Cross-country meets our church, man. 
run somebody across the finish line today, or let yourself be surrounded and carried across. Both are heaven. Let us pray. This is all about you. It's always about you, we pray. Let your spirit be hovering and brooding and do what you do. Move in us. Do what you want. Here we are, Lord. Your servants are listening. Amen. I'd like to tweak the verses that are printed in the bulletin today. First, I wanted to read just a couple verses from Acts. This is Luke's account of what happens after Jesus' death and resurrection, the next chapter of the big picture. You know these verses. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, that is, all the disciples. They were following Jesus' instructions. He had told them, as he left them, to go into the city and wait. And they listened, and they are in the city, waiting. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. Let us hear John's account of what happens after Jesus' death and resurrection. These verses are actually from before Jesus' death. They are from a section called the Farewell Discourse. It goes on for a couple chapters in the Gospel of John. Jesus is talking to his disciples at the Last Supper, and he's cramming a lot into this last night dinner conversation before he goes to the Mount of Olives and the cross. In these verses, Jesus is talking about what will happen after he is gone. Let us hear selected verses from this discourse. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, or as you may have learned growing up in other translations, the paraclete, to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, 
you also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the paraclete, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. And it is so. Jesus says to them, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. And then, on a different day, the night of the resurrection, when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I now send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we've come to the last segment of our series, The Big Picture. We have been hearing the arc of the story of God's persistent love told in the scriptures beginning before the dawn of time and continuing through the ancestors, through Moses and the Israelites and the law, through kings and prophets to the Messiah. Last week we heard of his life, his death on the cross, his resurrection from the dead. Now we are about to hear a reading from the next chapter of God's story. But before we hear the readings for today, I'd like to read an Instagram post that someone shared with me this week. It's a post by a Christian writer, Glennon Doyle. She is talking about a photo that she has posted, a photo of herself watching her young son's co-ed cross-country meet. For those who don't know the writings of Glennon Doyle, her writing is conversational, the touch of humor, affectionate teasing, poking fun at herself, and a twist to an insight that is often and usually worth hearing. She writes, pointing to the photo, 
That's me cheering for my baby boy. He's running on purpose. No one is even chasing him with dangerous weapons. Cross-country makes me so emotional sometimes, she writes. Today, there's a warrior at the end of the pack having a tough time finishing. So her whole team circles back, comes alongside her and surrounds her, promises her she can do it, and runs her across the finish line. And I watch it and just weep every darn time because it just looks suddenly like it's on earth as it is in heaven. Cross-country meets are church, man. Run somebody across the finish line today or let yourself be surrounded and carried across. Both are heaven. Let us pray. This is all about you. It's always about you, we pray. Let your spirit be hovering and brooding and do what you do. Move in us. Do what you want. Here we are, Lord. Your servants are listening. Amen. I'd like to tweak the verses that are printed in the bulletin today. First, I wanted to read just a couple verses from Acts. This is Luke's account of what happens after Jesus' death and resurrection, the next chapter of the big picture. You know these verses. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, that is, all the disciples. They were following Jesus' instructions. He had told them, as he left them, to go into the city and wait. And they listened, and they are in the city waiting. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. Let us hear John's account of what happens after Jesus' death and resurrection. These verses are actually from before Jesus' death. They are from a section called the Farewell Discourse. It goes on for a couple chapters in the Gospel of John. Jesus is talking to his disciples at the Last Supper, and he's cramming a lot into this last night dinner conversation before he goes to the Mount of Olives and the cross. 
In these verses, Jesus is talking about what will happen after he is gone. Let us hear selected verses from this discourse. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Or, as you may have learned growing up in other translations, the paraclete. To be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the paraclete, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. And it is so. Jesus says to them, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. And then, on a different day, the night of the resurrection, when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I now send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.